So uh, when we showed up to record at the house tonight, Zoe had a very big surprise for all of us. If you remember in mm-hmm. last week's episode, mm-hmm. we told Zoe that she needed to try the no pants challenge. And she showed up tonight. No Pantsless. pants. She pulled up in her automobile at my house. And I just want to let everybody know I live in a very suburban little quaint family friendly neighborhood. The house is very close house to each other. Very, very close. close. You could very reach out and close. touch them from my driveway. And yeah, Zoe just rolled on in here with her uh, very exotic, scandalous outfit <laughs> and just no pants, high heels. It was, besides the heels, it was very comfortable. Because <laughs> it just felt like I had. No pants? No pants on, but I felt covered because the stockings were full covered. They were hot, you know, stockings are mm-hmm. high waisted and then they go to your toes. So it really felt like everything was covered that needed to be your bits and pieces. Yeah, but just like everything felt secure. Hmm. I mean, she wanted to go out to Walgreens. She was chomping at the bit to get out of the house. And <laughs> so you think you were more comfortable than you would have been in just underwear and a shirt? Mentally or physically? both yeah no like physically obviously just underwear just underwear no actual no pants but this was very like to leave the house i wouldn't just wear no pants obviously i have to have my sheer black stockings on (laughs) right because it makes you feel like sucked in and just like you're all like smoothed out and yeah so would you go anywhere with it i think i bought the wrong tights. well yeah mine were a bit too sheer Yeah, you need darker. So I did. I saw someone had a really great idea and I meant to repost it. Um, I had asked on our Instagram last week that if people had ideas of where we could take Zoe for the no pants challenge, and which apparently I'm making a challenge now, not just a trend. Um, and someone said that we all should dress up like we're doing a bachelorette party and Zoe should be in no pants. And I thought that was a great idea because that's like the perfect time to do it. On your bachelorette party. Yeah, but we'd have to like have a theme. We'd have to wear matching something. I was about to say, I feel like then we'd all have to be no pants. And like we'd have or to all have be to no all pants be black. black and Zoe would have to be no pants white. I don't know. Oh, that's fun. No, that okay, well, really first fun. of all, we're not, you're not ever going to get all of us in no pants. I not know, but happen. that's a cute idea. No, but I feel like we, yeah, we could have some kind of something and then Zoe in her no pants, like very couture looking. Yeah, yeah. We just have to all be related. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll work on that. But I do want to try the you know, I like a theme. white yeah. tank with the white whitey tidies. That would be good for your for the bachelorette party. And when it gets a little white. warmer, I think that'll be fun to try. I'm just going to show up in a tank and undoes to your house next. <laughs> so watch My out. neighbors are going to be. <laughs> Maybe I could wear sneakers that time. Mm, yeah. Because that's the people casual wearing look. them with um, <laughs> socks. Really? Oh. And sneakers. Yeah. Like like, like very eighties workout gear. That's what it, I was about to say with like the mm-hmm. cap- not that Capizio, like, like tan half-hype. leggings, mm-hmm. like dance leggings, yeah. and no, like the regular like how everybody's wearing like Adidas mm-hmm. gazelles and you know socks with a little scrunch to them. That kind of look with the whitey tighties. Well, okay, stay tuned, guys. It sounds like you're in for more bare bottomed Zoe. Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we offer real-life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real-life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real-life sisters-in-law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters Not Saints You might think they're saints, but they Some of them are sisters Two of them have sisters But there's one thing that's for certain It's their sisters 
Hey guys, I'm Megan. I'm Kristen. This is Hillary. And I'm Zoe. And I'm tired. <laughs> I think we're all tired. But we have a special guest today. Our uh, little sister's here today. Oh no, Jagger. you're already jack. Yeah, she, I'm not gonna make her talk. She's okay with us acknowledging that she's here. She doesn't want to be on the mic, which I respect. But just say, just say hi one time. I really thought you guys weren't gonna make me talk. I know that was so quickly. <laughs> <That was> mean. <laughs> Immediately, we'll cut it out. Um, it's a full house. We got five sisters, two dogs, three cats. It's a lot. Yeah. It is. It is a lot. It's. We need to, to bring in all. How many of square the... feet is this place? It's about thirteen hundred. Oh, okay. So it's a lot. Ten I, creatures. We, we could fit. I think more pets in here. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's what I was home alone this week, and as I am always because I live alone. Even with all the animals, it's it was very peaceful. All right, let's get another pet. Okay, what a should I get pet. next? I'm thinking a bird. No, definitely no. not. Mm-mm. I know why it was peaceful for you. Why no the kids? kids? Yeah, no kids. Mm-hmm. That makes a difference. I just read about this movement that made me think of you and Zoe mm. called the Rich Anti Movement. Mm-mm. That's why I think your home was peaceful. So the movement. Um, it's called the rich anti movement. And it's basically, if you look at the data, less and less women are having kids these days because of so many reasons. We could probably all name 10. Um, and so a lot of women are now becoming content being just the aunt to mm-hmm. like their siblings' kids. Kind of like, I don't know, even like in the 80s, a lot of men did this. There were a lot of like fun uncles and like they never had, you know, kids. But now more and more women are doing that. And so they say it's like the best way to live a happy, healthy life that if you look at the data, technically like unmarried women with no kids are the happiest. Hmm. Interesting. So when you say your house is nice and quiet, I have no clue what that sounds, what that would be like. That yeah. sounds really... I do agree with that. And I have a friend who is in a relationship and I always tell her it's not a happy relationship. And I always tell her, I'm like, you don't understand how nice it is to just be alone like, yeah the trouble that you go through in this relationship i promise you if you just spent like a few weeks in your house now i mean she does have kids so i guess that might take away a little bit of her peace but i was like it's it's so nice to just be alone and not have to worry about anything yeah well and they say that if you measure it not even in like monetary gains but like in the fullness of your life like how much time you have mm-hmm. the fact that you can do whatever you want with your time, yeah, etc. I don't know, but they call themselves the rich anti community, <laughs> and so I don't know. We've there's like a get whole hooked up to this community. I Zoe. know. I was gonna say, I'm surprised <laughs> you guys haven't heard of it and aren't a part of it. Nah, it doesn't sound like something we'd be a part of. There's like merch and everything. Um, yeah, I mean it is because I can pack up and go anywhere when I want to. I don't have to worry about kids' school schedules and ugh, homework and. Ugh bedtimes i'm sure y'all get something out of it but it just honestly does sound like a lot of blah when i can still get the good parts the spoiling the, parts. yeah i don't know that you get all the good parts though like there's a well, lot yeah, of I'm rewarding sure. stuff yeah that definitely come. i know like they take your side and like arguments and stuff no, like that. that's <laughs> not it that's not the good stuff the other day like we had a whole funny exchange with the kids and James and I talked after they went to bed and I was like, you know, like we are so maxed out right now. We feel so maxed out. But that conversation with them made me feel like all the work we're putting into them and focused on them right now, it makes me feel like it's paying off because like the idea I had of them before they were even born is sort of coming to fruition. Like it just They're made it feel rewarding. Humans. Just the way you would want them to turn out, you know, that's the rewarding part. It's not like that they take my side in arguments. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting theory. I guess I would be a rich auntie. 
Mm-hmm. She says, "Anthood over motherhood means more sleep in a clean home." Speaking of more sleep, you would like to get some? Yeah, I really. I'm. This has been a, a week of very little sleep for me. But I read. I don't remember where I was online. I want to say I was on Pinterest. This thing came up that said there were four sleeping chronotypes, and I was really interested because. I'm interested in anything where you can like take a quiz and see what you are for whatever reason. And I just had never heard of that. Like I know there's different like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like sleeping patterns mm-hmm. and different like your sleep number on a sleep number bed or whatever. Lots of different sleep things. Yeah. You know, there's like, I haven't you, had a lot of sleep. I can't remember what Do you are. sleep like a pancake or do you hmm. sleep like a, you know, those things? No, I don't know. What are you talking about? I've never had a breakfast food comparison <laughs> for sleep. Do you sleep like a pancake I or a like French a toast? Or the other option. Yeah. A bagel. <laughs> I don't know. I'm making this up, I'm but you know, the donut hole. They always talk about like the sleeping, like I can't like the sleeping positions, I guess is how they say it. You know, like, do you sleep like, yeah, what's that one on your side? And it's like kind of fetal position with one leg out. I don't know. I never click into them. I don't ever click into anything. Well, you're about to click into this. Okay. Do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> that's a gross <laughs> clicking noise it's too wet i don't know why i went there here let me try again well now it feels like a lot of pressure i don't know how to make a good oh. clicking noise see it just comes yeah. when it's on the mic it comes out very what what <laughs> remind me to circle back to donald trump in puerto rico and it's gonna be funny for everybody do you know what I'm talking about? The way he says no, it. No, yes. I just don't know how you got to that. <laughs> I heard, heard you like make a wet noise. Do you know how he says it, Kristen? Yeah. Puerto Rico. No, he says it's like Puerto Rico. Oh. <laughs> and there's this video of him going around right now saying it, and Melania, as soon as he says it, looks at him like, "What did he say?" It's like Puerto Rico. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's, we're gonna let's, cut oh, that out. Do you have it? No, no, no. We're gonna keep it and play it. <laughs> What? And we also love Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. Why does he say it like that? Why does he say so many things it's the so way he says them? God, imagine he probably says that like as pillow talk. Like that's probably his voice to Melania. Yeah, it's so breathy. Yeah, it's yeah like, that's Melania, like, do you want to go to? <laughs> Tonight I'm gonna take you to. <laughs> How do you think he says insurrection in that tone? We're in- gonna plan an insurrection, <laughs> guys. Tonight, tonight it's going to be an insurrection. <laughs> and we also love insurrections. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Off topic there. <laughs> What do they call it when you, um, have y'all heard that thing where it's like when you get super off topic and they call it like something to do with a hanger? No, if you're not uh, clicking into things, where are you learning about these things? Just from the headlines. <laughs> I think you need to click in. Oh, you had a whole episode of this podcast where you said you can't trust headlines. Really? <laughs> yes. I, I and own- that's why you can't trust headlines. <laughs> I only read headlines. Uh, Mrs. Informed over here. All right. So speaking sleep. Do you want to know the four chronotypes? I do. Okay, there's a lion. I'm sorry. What's a chronotype? I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we start with that? A sleep type? I don't know. First, tell us the origins of chronotypes. I think you know what I just, I'm never going to so get through this sorry. conversation. <laughs> Let me just Google chronotype. Google it over there, okay. Miss Monica Padman. <laughs> chronotypes. 
Oh, oh it's with a C-H. I was spelling it with a K. Oh, wow. Very few words start with K. <laughs> But highly maybe, educated over oh, here. Oh, chronotype is the natural inclination of your body to sleep at a certain time. Okay. That's what a chronotype or is? Or it's like, are you an early bird or a night owl? That's the definition of chronotype? Yeah. But there's four types of chronotype. Yeah, there's four types. Okay. Now I get I it. know. I know. I'm <laughs> saying I didn't, I didn't know what the word chronotype meant. So if there's four types of something, then I don't know what it means. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. The lion, the bear, the wolf, the dolphin. Oh, can we all guess what we think we would be without knowing anything about this? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, a lion sleeps all day, right? Yes, the male. Yeah, because the male's a lion. And I honestly don't remember which was what, so I'm, I'll be able to guess with you. Oh, perfect. Okay. okay. I'm going to say I'm a dolphin. So a lion's like a real long sleeper. What are the other? A bear. Bears. A bear ooh, also Hibernates. sleeps all the time. No, yeah. I feel like a, I was going to say it's nocturnal, but it's not. You're right. They hibernate. <laughs> What's what the it? other one? A lion, bear, dolphin, wolf. 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 I feel like a wolf would be up early. All these things yeah. sleep during, during the day. No, isn't the wolves hunt at night? Yeah. The same as lions. Okay. No, lions they sleep hunt. during the day. No, lions oh. do sleep a lot. Lions don't but hunt. They, they hunt during the day. No, they only, lions don't hunt. They do well, one hunt. of them does. No, they do. They hunt for like, no. they're active wait, for like wait, wait, 20 wait. minutes let, of the day. Let Megan figure out what a male or female lion is called. <laughs> because I lions know. don't hunt? Yeah. So how are they eating? Hold on, I feel like the other well, the, lions, the female lions, the females. The but wait, but what's a female lion called? Exactly, a lioness. It's still a lion. A no, lioness. it's a lioness. It's oh. just a lion. No, no they're called lioness. lioness. No, but there's a lion and a a lion, a female Look, lion. But Google it. I think it's no, got there's lioness. A, there's a name. It's not like a tiger or a lion. Is the one with the big? Yeah, that's a male. Yeah, lion. that's the male. Mm-hmm. The pretty ones. <laughs> See, I can see it in your face. <laughs> yeah. A female lion is called a lion. Lion or lioness. But oh, it's just totally. a lion. A lioness. Sorry, our family called I don't them really know what this conversation is from. Why are we talking about what because a lioness is Megan called? Megan was thinking there was like a maybe a cheetah was the female version but of a lion. She was trying to find another name and I because she was saying lions don't, don't hunt. hunt. Yeah. But the, the, the males don't hunt. The do females hunt do. Because lions but they hunt during the day. Okay. Yeah. The females lions. Yeah. 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 Bam. But how else do they eat if they're not hunting? The female lions bring it back to them. The lionesses. <laughs> they bring them back. Okay. So what does everybody think that they are? I'm a dolphin. I don't know what their what sleeping they patterns they're are. They're slippery but- and they slide into bed and then fall asleep and then they're like. Just- <gasps> I think they only like sleep me. small spurts of like time i think they uh, do they like 20 minutes anywhere. per hour and then they have to i don't know oh, I don't they think just, I'm a dolphin. it's just in the middle of nowhere they can fall asleep oh i'm not a dolphin i guess i'm a wolf i think Wait, i'm a bear i think i'm a lion <laughs> i just like to be cozy in my space <laughs> i'm a lioness i'm gonna say i'm a lion i'm gonna say i'm a wolf mm-hmm. well, i'll tell you bears. a little bit more okay if, let me make sure i have this correctly 10 to 20% of people are lions, 50% of people are bears, 10% are dolphins, and 15 to 20% are wolves. Hmm. Does that change anybody's answer? No, I'm definitely a lion. Okay. I think, yes. I think, I think I'm probably a bear. All I right. I forgot about bears. So it's, uh, your chronotype is like your wake time, your bedtime, and your most productive time determines uh. your chronotype. A lion's wake time is between 4 and 7 a.m.? Is that right? 
Yeah, that's when you wake up. Between Did four you say and you were a lion? I'm a lion. See, I told y'all I'm a lion. And the yes. bedtime lioness. is 8 to 9 p.m. Lioness. I'm a lioness. Most productive is early morning. Lioness. Wow. Yeah. See? You guessed correctly. Nail on the head. All right. A bear's wake time is sun up. That's me. Mm, yeah. Bedtime is sundown. Yep. Me. <laughs> but not Kristen. No, not me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. most I'm pro- not a lion or a bear. Most <laughs> productive time is late morning. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. you, Zoe? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Neither liar. one's me. Mm-hmm. That's why the winter is so hard for me because mm. I... I just need to be up and down with the sun. Mm. Yeah. Okay. A wolf's wake time is between 8 and 10 a.m. Mm. Bedtime is between 1 and 10 a.m. Oh, Kristen, I think you're a wolf. And most productive is midday and evening. Mm. You're a no, wolf. No, I don't think so. My most productive is nighttime. Like, I'm technically well, that's truly evening? like, yeah. I'm almost nocturnal. Like, it, if I were in my natural like state and didn't have kids, okay, I because well, it, it also said it went to bed at like, Eight to ten or something. No, no one to two a.m. One to two a.m. Oh, wolf. wait. What time did it wake up? And eight to eight ten. Eight to ten a.m. And then goes to bed at one to two. Yeah. Okay. I'm a wolf. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you. Yeah. Hillary, are you a wolf? Uh, maybe. I I think that is more my natural mm-hmm. is when I would wake and go to sleep. One Definitely, to two. my most productive is like midday. Really? Late afternoon. Yeah, that's my most productive time oh for sure. God, Sometimes I evening. It's, but it's hard because. Like Kristen said, if I was just living in my natural state, I think that's how I would be. Mm. But I, because of work and kids, I see kids it's again. Hard. But it, it is really hard because naturally, even if I'm really tired, I get up at five a.m. I'd like naturally like have this mm. burst of energy in the evening, and it's hard to go to bed. Yeah, mm. there's always a second mm-hmm. wind. That's mm-hmm. what's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, dolphin wake time irregular, <laughs> bedtime irregular. Most productive time is late morning. Mm. Late morning now. Wow, that's a weird one. I don't know anyone like that, except you are very irregular, Jagger, in your sleep. But I don't think your most productive time is early morning. Do you? No, it's definitely like midnight, but I think that's just the college schedule. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you don't know yet. Yeah. It's hard to know. I could also be a bit of a dolphin. Like, wake whenever, sleep whenever. Yeah, because if I'm not working... I'm on my own. I'm on my dolphin time. <laughs> but what time do you go to bed naturally? Like if you had to, like if you weren't, if I'm on TikTok, job, I'll stay up till one a.m. Mm. But I don't know if that's your natural rhythm, TikTok. <laughs> like if you take TikTok out of your life, which I have for the last two weeks. Good job. And I've gone to sleep about nine. Oh wow! Wow. So really? see, I think you're a bear. Yeah. Yeah. The There's- sun thing is important for me. So. Yeah. There's some habits for each one. So a lion's habits, Mm -hmm. they are early birds who may have difficulty maintaining social schedules at night. Yeah, that's me, guys. (laughs) All right. Bears habits, energy cycles, rises and falls with the sun. Mm, That's Zoe. That is you, Zoe. Wolf, um, night owls who stay up later and sleep later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's Kristen. Dolphins are light sleepers and may suffer from insomnia. Mm. Mm. See, I'm a mix of, what would be a dolphin bear hybrid? A a dare. A, a bearden. <laughs> a bolfin. A bearfin. <laughs> it's funny that you all three had like a different, like you used different mixes yeah. of the word. But so I guess knowing your chronotype, they they say that you should like live your chronotype. Like whatever I you are naturally because then you can kind of use it to your advantage and I be do. productive when you need to be productive. Also get the right amount of sleep mm-hmm. if you know like this is when I go to sleep, this is when I get up. But of course we can't all do that mm-hmm. i wolves especially can't really do that yeah it is hard for wolves out there mm-hmm. yeah 
Well, yeah. you should definitely make sleep hygiene a priority. That's something I'm very passionate about. I agree. I think sleep is so, mm-hmm. and I know when I do get enough mm-hmm. sleep, I feel so much better, like mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, physically. But at, like I said, sometimes it's hard when my body wants to stay up and then I have to get up at six in the morning. Yeah, I can't skimp on sleep. Like knowing, so I had to wake up today at six, which is not normally the time I wake up. So it's much earlier for me by at least an hour and a half. You had a dolphin day today. Yeah, I did. And I knew it was coming. So last night I went to bed at like 10 ish. And then the week before when I had a similar day like this, I was in bed at like 930. So I like I have to have a certain amount of sleep. And you just have to plan for it. But that's hard for a wolf like me. (laughs) Agreed. All right. Are we ready to get into our advice segment this week? Let's do it. Zoe, are you ready to get I'm into ready. our advice segment this week? I love the advice segment. <laughs> I'm ready to hear the questions. All right. What you got for us, Kristen? I'll start with the first one. That's always a great place to start. Okay. Number one. Um, one of our listeners wrote in and said, when I met my husband four years ago, he was a divorced dad of two. I also have a daughter from a previous marriage. The three girls are between the ages of 11 to 14. And my daughter was finally excited to have sisters. Two years into the marriage, my husband's ex-wife despises my daughter. And now his daughters also spew that hate in our home. His ex-wife, a grown woman, called my 11-year-old a fat, repulsive pig, a whore, and the reason abortion was invented. Oh, my gosh. The girls have called her dumb, have mocked her for being shy and introverted, among other things. I made it clear that that could not continue if we were to stay married, and my husband was determined he would get them to stop. I got my daughter therapy, and I did as much as I could to keep them separate, but now I've learned that they have started taunting her at night. Long story short, I made the decision to move out with my daughter and I told my husband our marriage could not continue. Hmm. He begged me to stay. He said he loves us and the girls and needs me and the daughter, his daughters need me as well. I said, my daughter comes first. Am I being extreme or is this a reasonable reason to walk away from a marriage? Did it say how long they've been married? Two years. Two years. Okay. I think that's what she said. Someone's torturing your daughter in her own house and it's someone Mm. you're yeah. married to i know it's not him but yeah that sounds like a good enough reason yeah i think I mean, they've I- been together four years but married too okay and that's going to be so traumatizing for her to stay in that house i don't i feel like i would do the same i mean and also good on you for doing that because i know a lot of people probably wouldn't they would just try to discipline the kids or make them be friends or whatever but i'm sure she tried that first oh like, yeah, yeah but i but i mean i was gonna say a lot of people yeah. wouldn't leave over that I think it's never extreme to leave over your kid like that should come first. That makes sense to me. I don't know. And I think if your husband's ex-wife is calling your 11 year old daughter these names and clearly like I don't I don't know why she would have an issue with your daughter. That seems really messed up to me. So clearly there's some dysfunction here. Well, clearly the ex-wife is crazy. But you can get away from the ex-wife. It's the problem that the kids are bringing this home and. Yeah. And it's not stopping. And I don't know that you fully can get away from the ex-wife. They're but, always going to be she could be there. calling anybody anything. And mm-hmm. she that 11-year-old the, the, doesn't have to live with right, her. Right. The 11-year-old doesn't have to be around her. She doesn't. But I mean, you know, at like shared events where the other girls are doing things, they're, both parents will probably be there. So it'll just be uncomfortable for her daughter. Yeah. I don't think To be back around like basically an abuser. Yeah. I don't think that there is a way to make it work, but... She also didn't express any dissatisfaction with her relationship or her husband. Like, it seems like that, aside from this, it's 
a good relationship. Well, maybe they could just go back to dating <laughs> and not mixing I the mean, family. You'd have to figure out something because that you couldn't be happy in your household if your daughter's being tortured. No. Right? I also think these teenagers are probably doing this intentionally mm-hmm. and they're also going to grow out of it. Like right. I wonder they're all if... at their worst teenage hormone time and mm-hmm. just and, and girls are just mean. Yeah. I wonder if the two girls want their parents back together yeah. and they're doing whatever they can to drive the new wife and they're daughter away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really traumatic. And the fact that your daughter has to have trauma counseling over this relationship, like, yeah, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. You remove like the abusive traumatic thing from your kid's life. I mean, and as uh, the dad's also doing the right thing by not, not allowing his girls to be there because yeah. that would be just as wrong. Yeah. Well, I think they are there because they all live together. Yeah, that's so what she I'm was saying, that's what yeah. she's saying. The dad could have said, the, the dad could easily say, okay, if y'all are going to act like this, you can't come over here anymore. Yeah. And that uh, would have been just as, yeah. yeah. I mean, he can't deny his own children. Yeah. He loves yeah. them no but, matter what. Right. But a lot of dads would just be like, oh, oh I'm going to suck it up. Yeah. yeah. Deal with it. I'm happy. Yeah. So, no. but Hopefully, no, I think your whole family has to blend. Yeah, and hopefully he'll keep doing what he can for his daughters to help them. Maybe they need to be in, in some sort of therapy or yeah. get help. And, you know, maybe if both parents continue to do the right thing, they can work something out. But, yeah, I think there's just... Maybe y'all could take some time apart. He could work on his daughters and you work on your daughter. And if you're all are meant to be, then... An important part of this will be him really having a stern talk with his ex-wife, too. Mm-hmm. She has to model good behavior. Although if she's saying those things, she's probably just really unreasonable and impossible to deal with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's with his daughters, not his ex-wife. But also, I know that whenever our parents got divorced, it was like in the parenting plan that they couldn't talk negatively about each other to in front of their child. Yeah, but the wife, the ex-wife can. Yep. No, but not if not if that dad has a parenting plan with her. No, the ex-wife can talk about the new wife. She's not talking bad about the. Well, maybe they could write, but maybe they could put that in the parenting plan. I actually think that it is like in the parenting plan. Like you can't talk about people in their house negatively because it creates. Yeah, I think like there is a way to put something in there to protect children, basically, because you don't want that kind of toxicity. But if it's already at this point and it's four years in, two years married, I don't know. How do you like? Yeah. But I mean, if it's ruining new marriages, then I don't know. I might be worth talking to somebody about. Yeah, maybe try family counseling first, but yeah. No, I would do what you did. But to answer the question, no, you were not being dramatic. You did the right thing. Keep it up. (laughs) All right, next question. (laughs) My child is giving stalker vibes. (laughs) Is it a toddler? (laughs) Is it little Megan? (laughs) How do I help her before it becomes a bigger issue? My child is 11 years old and has been stalking people at her school. Oh. She is great with tech and knows where they all live. She knows all her teacher's salary. She takes. What? She also takes pictures of her classmates and edits them. I'm getting scared. I'm very tech savvy, but it seems like she's extremely good at that. She knows so many things about my hidden past through my old pictures. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> where I went and how I felt with the types of clothing I wear. How can I help her before she turns into a bad person? Guys, wait. If the mom's listening to this podcast, do you think the daughter has Googled all of us? <laughs> Does the daughter know about us, too? Our past lives. All of a sudden, we're going to start getting like weird pictures and stuff sent to us. Wow. I don't know. Your child sounds really scary. 
No. Did she say how old she was? 11. Oh my gosh. I think that is concerning. Yeah. I think that's bit. reason to be concerned. It's you definitely. need to talk to somebody, get her help, take her technology away. Yeah. I wonder what's driving it. I what think- if it's like autism like yeah, some or sort OCD, of ocd or just like that's what i mean like some sort of neurological like obsessive like a yeah, need, like yeah. a need like to know everything yeah. impulsive yeah something it could mm. be but still then you should maybe get tested yeah. so she can find out and yeah i guess that it's could, not yeah just a need to know every little detail about everything um but also if she's 11 she's maybe too young to have this much access to technology that's yeah. true mm-hmm. i mean yeah, if she's finding out where all her teachers live and how much and their money salaries, they make, maybe and she needs a little break. From, also, like, yeah. how busy is she? It sounds like she has a lot of free time on her hands. So maybe involve her in some kind of extracurricular to like get her idle hands are the devil's playground. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep them busy. Yeah, so, yeah. She needs a hobby. Get that gal in a sport or a musical instrument. But also maybe some therapy because yeah, I think she might be a stalker. I don't know. Is there any way that this could just be normal curiosity? I don't think it's normal. I think I think it might not be something to be scared of. Mm -hmm. Like we said, it could be like some sort of OCD Mm -hmm. or something else neurologically you could find out and Mm -hmm. figure out ways to help her not obsess over what she's obsessing over. She's only a really smart girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That even wants to know this info. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I would have never thought to look at my teacher's salary. But it would be concerning to me if my child was doing that. And like, what else did she say she was doing? Like editing photos? Yeah, or? editing photos. We used to. Didn't everybody do that with okay. paint? We used to do yeah. that. No, but that's what I was going to say. Like, how is she editing? Also, yeah, it like, doesn't say. It says she takes pictures of her classmates and edits them. I'm getting scared. Hmm. I mean, I guess it depends on the edits. Like right. if they're like, you know, scary edits. Yes, that's scary. But I used to snoop through all of my parents' stuff when I was yeah, a kid. I read all my mom's journals and diaries. and Right, because yeah, she like, says she everything. knows so much about my hidden past through my old pictures, where I went, how I felt, with the types of clothing I wear. Yeah, I mean, that's all so normal. I think that is sort of normal because everybody went through their parents' stuff. And if yeah. I had had access to a computer, I would have for sure searched my parents. Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe just hearing it all in one yeah together yeah i mean i think i did half of this stuff yeah and i think if i had a computer i might have done all of it well and if technology was back then what it is now yeah like that social media was so big and that you could find out anything about anybody by just googling them and salaries i mean i don't know i could see myself wondering (laughs) I, I, i went to a protest today and i googled like what they make i mean what these people make so i don't know yeah but i guess she's 11 i don't know yeah, I mean, maybe she's not just a curious. stalker. Maybe she yeah, should. Yeah, we've really changed our tune. <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe. you guys all just really switched your. <laughs> because like individually, you start to think about it. they're not so. Yeah, but I mean, bad. it must be a lot for her yeah, mom to if, be if that concerned. Compulsively looking at Like I said, though. I don't think it's a reason to be scared. I don't think her 11 year old is yeah. dangerous, but it's worth. Yeah. Well, first of all, talking to your 11 year old about it, but also talking to someone else just to see like maybe she needs mm-hmm. a little bit of support in a different way to get her or just like a hobby just if she is just has nothing to do and is just aimlessly googling things and editing photographs and i will say too like you know lean into it a little bit like push it into a positive direction so if this is something she's really interested in and good at like find ways for her to be a researcher or like ways i don't know maybe she's gonna be a private detective i don't know like how you can navigate that at home to make it a positive and not a negative but Maybe. Lean into their natural inclinations. Maybe your daughter is going to be in the CIA. Maybe. 
and this is all going to pay off. Or an nice invest- positive spin. An investigative journalist. and they just want to know how much they're going <laughs> right. to make. Yeah. Well, then she's not going to become a teacher. Oh, darn. I was going to be a she teacher, Googled but... She was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep us posted on that. And yeah. Like, check back with one. us. Mm-hmm. And let us know what she finds out about us. I'd like to know what the daughter says, too, because I'm sure she's asked her, like... Mm-hmm. Why are you Googling all these things? Yeah. And her are her picture edits harmful? Yeah. Are they just like funny or are they scary? I yeah. wish I remembered how we used to edit our photos. What were you editing in them? I feel like we just like colored on top of them yeah. or like changed colors. We no, we do. We take people's head. We would do weird stuff. And I. Mm. Oh, wow. I never did my that. friend who listens can. Yeah. You have to DM ask. and tell me. <laughs> I. Yeah. We never did that. Maybe you're weird probably Zoe's definitely weird stalker did you see what she wore to the podcast meeting today (laughs) (laughs) I tried the no pants trend (laughs) she did you'll see it on our Instagram don't you worry don't you worry lots of Zoe's butt all right third and final hi ladies i'm struggling with so much hurt from my in-laws every interaction makes me feel tricked and deceived i also think they feel i've changed their son and control him how do you balance this has anyone ever just laid it on the table with their in-laws i honestly dislike them so much right now and want to be done my husband is on my side but won't stand up to them and thinks we should keep the peace advice when you're married your spouse comes first i think it's nice your husband's on your side but at some point, you you have to talk about it. Like, I understand wanting to keep the peace. I don't think it has to be a blow up, but you can have a conversation. But definitely your husband needs to, like, be there or just have the conversation himself. Yeah. There's not, I don't really know. There's not really a specific argument. Yeah. So, like, I guess maybe if something specific happened, then it would be a good time to address it. Like, hey, this was disrespectful. Next time I'd prefer you talk to me in this manner or handle it in this way. Yeah, and I'd make your husband do the talking. He needs to be your representative, I think, in this mm-hmm. situation. It'll just make it too ugly and too complicated and too uh, easy to like build resentments mm-hmm. if you're the one that's having to go to the parents all the time. Um, yeah. Make your husband your rep. And your husband should take your side and should be publicly on your side. Yeah, but also at the end of the day, the parents probably aren't going to change. I mean... I mean, does you don't have to accept bad behavior? You no, you don't. But also, they're just not going to change. That's what I'm saying. At some point, you're probably just going to have to put up some boundaries. Or yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. They might mm-hmm. not necessarily change, but you can definitely set boundaries. Yeah. You know, like say they're just coming over whenever they want and barging in. Yeah. Like maybe they'll still want to do that, but you can say like these are specific times you can come, or from now on you have to call in advance. Call first, yeah. Or if you have kids and they're saying things in front of your kids that you don't think are appropriate, then you mm-hmm. can set those boundaries. There's yeah, I feel there's like certain we would, ways to do, yeah. or even just the way you're being spoken to. Like maybe if you speak to me this way, then we're not going to come over for a Friday night dinner anymore. You know, there's different yeah. things you can do to. Yeah, and I feel like we would need more information on exactly what's going down because it just is a little vague because I don't, I feel like we need a little bit more specifics. Yeah. But I don't think you have to put up with it mm-hmm. or live that way. But yeah. I do think if you don't address it in some way, then you're just, you'll end up building up resentment over time and it'll just get worse and worse. And you'll maybe eventually blow up at some point or 10 years down the road, address it and things get better and then realize, oh, maybe if I addressed it mm-hmm. 10 years mm-hmm. prior, we would have had a better relationship. Yeah. Because maybe they are just not even aware that. 
Yeah. Not, like when you're blending two families, mm-hmm. oftentimes I just feel like some people aren't aware of how they come off. I mean, Definitely. our parents divorced and have each remarried. And it's like even to this day, 10 years later, still a struggle sometimes because these are people that are coming from totally different life experiences and how they handle things are different than how our families always handled it. And you just feelings get hurt and yada, yada, yada. But you just got to talk about it. Yeah. I've just realized I, I'm sure it's just because I'm old now, but the older <laughs> I get, it's just so much better if you just address it, and address things on. head on yeah. and in person, Yes, get it out there on the table and then you can, you know, hopefully work through it and make things better. Like yeah. you said, sometimes people just don't even realize yeah. that they were like How they being come hurtful yeah. or doing something that was insulting to you that they don't find insulting, you know? Right. It's, so they, it could be something minor that just has snowballed into something that it doesn't need to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you'll confront it, they'll hate you, and you'll never talk again. So Exactly. Either way. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope it works out, but it may not. <laughs> no, it'll work out. It'll be fine. And yeah, you know, sometimes it just takes time. All right. As always, thanks for taking our advice. Keep sending in your anonymous questions at sistersnotsaints.com and follow us on all social media platforms at Sisters Not Saints Podcast. Help the sisters out and be sure to follow, rate, and review us wherever you are listening to this episode. It really helps us out. Until next time. Bye. Bye.